Welcome to the Physio Mentor Program, a program designed for physiotherapy private practice owners wanting and needing to outsource the training of graduates within their business. Our mission is to create private practices that you would have wanted to start a career in. Hi, Melissa Salmon here from Physio Mentor. Today we're going to be talking about unique selling points. In a private practice, just about everything we do requires selling. It's just part of a business model. And for most graduates, selling can be a foreign concept, something that you may not be used to, and it can be very uneasy because you may feel like you are being the pushy salesperson. But there's definitely language that you can use and tips and hints that we're going to let you in on so that you're not the pushy salesperson, but you are an ethical practitioner that's offering a piece of equipment or stock that is only going to enhance treatment outcomes for your patients. So first, let's start at the beginning. In order to sell your stock, you need to know what you have. So you need to go into the storeroom and be having a look around at all the stock that you have on offer within your practice. If you don't know what you've got, then you can't sell it. And often if a patient is asking, the worst thing you can do is say, I don't know, or, or I'm unsure, because that's a lost sale. If a patient's asking, it's often 50% of the sale they're wanting to buy. All you need to do is give them the rest of the information and the sale is made. So knowing your stock is really important. Next is making sure that you take the stock out of the packaging and make time to learn how to measure up for a piece of stock. Most packaging will have the measuring details on it. If it doesn't, then you need to look in the catalogue or contact the supplier about how best to measure up for this piece of stock. Next is apply the stock to yourself. Get used to the stock and how it's put on and how you tighten straps and make yourself very confident with being able to apply a certain piece of stock. There's nothing more unnerving for a patient than having someone fumble around in the room while they're unsure about how to apply a particular brace or how to use a certain piece of stock. What we find in graduates is that if they don't know their stock, they're not sure how to measure their stock or apply it, then they become fearful of it and then they just don't sell at all. And that's reflected in the key performance indicators that private practitioners measure in a private practice. So fear can be a big problem, but it's often fear of the unknown. So make yourself familiar with the stock that you do have available. It's important when you're talking to your patient about stock that you always relate that item back to their condition and how it's individualized for them and how it's going to improve their outcomes. Because at the end of the day, that's the only reason why we buy something, because we need it. So I'd highly recommend learning a script for each piece of stock. Doesn't have to be very long, just straight to the point, the benefits of it, the unique selling point, and learn that for each of your most common pieces of stock in the clinic. If you're unsure of what the most common is, speak to your receptionist or your admin staff because they will have a very good idea about what sells in the clinic 
and then devise a small script that you can start using on your patients. So what are some tips for selling? When you want to sell anything, first of all, you must unveil the offer. So if a patient's asking, like I said, that's half the deal done. But if a patient is complaining of a certain condition and you feel that there's a necessary piece of stock that would benefit them, then you have to unveil the offer or unveil the knowledge on that piece of equipment and its availability. Because a patient often doesn't know, you have to let them know that it is available. And then you have to give details of the product or the stock that you've been talking about. Then if you can talk about the research or any case studies or testimonials, an example of that may be when you sell the ASO ankle braces, you could say that we do sell a lot of these in the practice. We don't have any of them come back and we're yet to hear of anyone that has sprained an ankle in one of these ASO braces and they do fit in every shoe. So some backing as to the research behind it or a testimonial will often make a big difference in a person purchasing. Then if someone is a little bit not sold on the idea of purchasing, you may need to go deep with the big why. So basically you could say something like, I will fit the brace and measure it up for you today so it's exactly the right fit and I know it's the right brace for your condition at this point in time. And if I've fitted the brace and depending on your health fund, I can write a letter to say that I've prescribed this brace for you today for this condition. And in some cases, the health fund will give you a rebate. So that can be another selling point. Also, the fact that you may say to your patient, look, if anything goes wrong with this brace whatsoever, bring it straight back to me and I will deal with the problem. And that's really reassuring for a patient that there's that guarantee there because often in today's society, we know if something's faulty and you go to return it, you can get the runaround. So it's important to know that if something's wrong with the brace, they can bring it straight back and they are reassured that you will deal with it then and there. And most companies or suppliers will take back faulty equipment and braces and reimburse you with a new one. So the next one is overcoming objection. So some patients may not be willing to buy and at that point in time, you may let the conversation end or you could push further, especially if it's something that's absolutely necessary. So for instance, someone has had a grade three rupture of their MCL in their knee and they definitely need a hinged knee brace, no questions asked if they're gonna have great healing then you really need to overcome objection in that patient and be highly recommending that this is the best brace that you need based on this condition at this point in time. And without it, then recovery is probably going to be not as great. And then lastly, you may warn with a closing where you could say, look, we don't have many in stock. They do sell out quickly. I have got one left in your size if you would like to take it today. Um, something like that that can make people a little bit more urgent in their buying. 
So that's the unique selling points of selling stock. And I'm gonna give you now perhaps a role play in selling ASO ankle brace. So I would say to my patient, if they were asking whether they should buy a brace or whether they should tape, I'd be saying to my patient, look, I'd highly recommend purchasing a brace. The reason being is that you're going to get a lot of wear out of it with this ankle sprain. And with taping, you really need to tape every single day. And what can happen, your skin can get irritated. And the frustrating part is, is that you often need to get someone else to tape it for you. Um, so it can be time consuming. Whereas with a brace, it's easy to put on, easy to take off, fits in every shoe. You will be using it uh, in these acute stages, but then you will also be using it again when you integrate back into your sport. So it is an investment that you should be looking seriously at purchasing today. I do have some in stock. I can measure you up and see if we have one available and you can wear it immediately today. And that will definitely help with your swelling and the stability of your ankle and give you the best outcomes. Another example may be if you sell memory foam pillows in your practice, finding the unique selling point. So that may be for your patient that wakes up with headaches or neck pain in the morning. The example may go something like this. So John, I know that you've been telling me you're waking up with headaches and neck pain in the morning, and we know in most patients that that happens, it can be related to a poor pillow support at nighttime. So what I recommend is that we have these memory foam pillows in stock that we can individualize for your neck. So we can take pieces out and put them back in depending on the amount of support you need in your neck. I would like you to take one and try it. There's no obligation to buy but I need you to try it for a period of time and see if it makes a difference to your headache and neck stiffness in the morning. If it does, then great. We know that that's related to the problem. If it doesn't, then we haven't lost anything. But I fear that if we continue on with just keeping on treating, but then you're sleeping for eight hours a night on a poor supportive pillow, then we could find that it just keeps reverting backwards and we're not having any success. So you can see from this example that the trial before you buy method, it works really well. And if your private practice business owner is not implementing this technique with some stock that you're able to do it with, then you should talk to them about it and they're probably more than willing to try it. It gets more difficult to find a unique selling point sometimes in some universal stock such as TheraBands or dumbbells or hot packs. But sometimes it's actually the selling point of convenience, which works the best. So look, Joe, I've shown you these TheraBand exercises today. I've got one here in red that you can take today and start doing the exercises. I need you to start this afternoon. So you can see there's an urgency and they need the band now rather than waiting a week before they get to the chemist or the sports store to get it. Selling of yourself is also an important factor in a privatized model of care. So when we first meet a patient for the very first time, they size us up very quickly in regards to, can I trust this person and can I respect this person? And if you can gain the trust and respect of your patient in the early stages of a consultation, then you will have far more buy-in and commitment from your patient in regards to treatment plans and commitment to appointments and less DNAs and UTAs. So in a privatized model of care, 
not only do we sell stock, but we have to sell ourselves. And often it's selling of a diagnosis to a patient and also the treatment plan and the recovery process and the outcome and being a motivator and encouraging them to get to that outcome. Also, you need to, as you become more experienced as a therapist, find your unique selling points and why someone should be coming to you as a physiotherapist rather than someone else down the road. So as you become more experienced, you will find your niche areas that you really enjoy and that you're really good at. And you may have a past history as a swimmer prior to being a physio and therefore your niche is you enjoy dealing with adolescents that have shoulder pain from swimming. So talking to your patients about what your areas of expertise are and therefore then when your patients are out and about and they hear of perhaps someone that fits that category, they'll be able to advertise for you. So what's an example of selling to a patient rather than stock? Here's an example. So Mrs. Jones, you've got a grade two ankle sprain that you've demonstrated on assessment today and I can see from your investigations. So what that means is that the recovery time frame for this type of injury, all going to plan and both of us doing the right thing will be about six to eight weeks. If it doesn't go to plan and we miss a few appointments, then perhaps it could string out to about 12 weeks, but we're aiming for the better outcome of six to eight weeks. What's gonna be involved is I'm gonna do some hands-on work with you, but then also I'm gonna need you to do some exercises in order to rehabilitate the strength of the ankle. And you've told me that you really wanna get back to touch football. So the aim is, is to do some return to sport testing so that we know that the ligaments are healed and ready to perform that high impact sport. And we'll make sure that you're confident and ready to get back to touch football. So you can see in that situation that we've given the patient the scenario of what the diagnosis is, what the best outcome is to be expected. However, if we don't cooperate and things don't go to plan, it could be a lot longer. So she's aware of that situation. And also what the expectations are as regards to my hands-on work and then her input from the exercise and rehabilitation side. But then our goal based on what she wants to do is return to sport and that's our aim and that's where we're headed. So being able to sell that scenario to your patient very confidently and incorporating them into that equation as well, it's not all one-sided, working with your patient with what they want to achieve, then it really sets you up for great outcomes with your patients. And that's what we talk about when we talk about selling to a patient. Yeah.